Hey folks, it's Sir Richard Wentworth. When you're ready to buy a car, True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Every day, True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these 3 easy steps. First, download the True Car mobile app or go to truecar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. With True Car, you can save time, save money, and never overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit truecar.com today. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, welcome, <laughs> nerds! <laughs> welcome to the King of the Nerds AfterBuzz After Show here on AfterBuzz. If you haven't already, go to YouTube.com/slash/AfterBuzz. Hit subscribe. Then go to iTunes and SoundCloud. We're there as well. Hit subscribe there. I'm your host, Yael Teagle. You can tweet at us during the show using uh, the hashtag ABTV. K-O-T-N. I, I think know the so. Letters. I know the letters <laughs> of this show. I'm your host, Yael Teagle. You can tweet at me during the show as well, at Yael Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And of course, I have with me Xander. Hello. Tell them where they can tweet at you, you during the show. You can tweet me at Xanderific, two R's, one F. Awesome. With an X. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are talking about nuclear nerd games. <laughs> That was great. Thanks. That was like I'm like a foley machine. Yeah, that was so. That was perfect. Um, last week we talked with Ori. Yeah, Ori. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked him about his Horcrux, and mm-hmm. he said he couldn't tell me. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I predicted. Uh huh. And I was right, which never happens. Right? Did you say a historical name or uh, just? No, the... I just said it was going to be some random head. Ah, uh, I see. Who was? Do you know? It was, the head was? Uh, Tesla. Is ah, Nikola Tesla. Nice. That uh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And today we have with us. I'm so sad, but so excited. We have Heather with us today. Hey. Heather. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've been watching the after show, but I keep saying that you. You are the the nerd that I relate to the most, uh, and I'm very happy to be talking to you, but also very sad that that means that you are gone. Yeah, I mean, I was out playing, so. Well, you played very well, um, and and I want to talk to you about this 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 episode. I'm so sad. Yeah, I can hear it. Like there was a shift in your voice. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like a lot of a lot of people have been really sad. Like I got messages from people being like, "I cried so hard when you were eliminated." And I was Aww. like, "Well, at least I got to go out with a bang." You did. You did. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, let's talk about how you went out. You were playing the um, the nuclear nerd off. Yes. And I want to talk about the goo. <laughs> so um, it was glue-based. So whenever you see, like, my interviews after I'm covered in it, it's like glue is slowly drying on me the entire time. And it smelled like elementary school, basically. That's funny because I told Hale earlier that it definitely smelled like semen. Which, <laughs> which I mean, may too. have been my elementary school experience. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> it was super, super cold. And I warned them whenever I saw what was going on. I was like, I'm going to get into that bat. I have short little T-Rex arms. Like, this is not going to work. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, okay, Heather. And so I totally ruined their microphones by plunging inside of there because yeah. they didn't waterproof mic me. But I don't lie to people if I say I'm going to do something. <laughs> um, but did they waterproof the mics to go into the pool when you guys were swimming? Yes. So I knew that they had waterproof mics. They just didn't feel like it was worth it to give me one. Mm. Whatever. They learned their lesson. Yeah, right. They learned their mics. <laughs> That's what made me. Um, so it's not... I, I'm really upset that it was glue-based. Like, Oh, why? Because who does that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty gross. Like, overall super gross. Like, from the first time that I touched it and started pulling stuff out, I was like, mmm. <laughs> it was very cold. Mm. Oh, interesting. I mean, I imagined it was cold for Bobby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who knew he had such hairy arms? I didn't. <laughs> he is uh, a bear. He is covered in <laughs> yeah. fur. Well, that's a weird thing to say when you're trying to, or to see when you're trying to, like, psych yourself up for a concert. <laughs> like, you look up and you see Bobby dressed like that, and you're like, well, okay. I, I wonder if he owns that. I, I doubt it. <laughs> no. I thought it was a rental. Yeah. But I mean, like, if I were him, I would now own that. <laughs> I can find use for that. <laughs> um, so, Heather, you are the one who, uh, taking us back a few episodes, you started the Kinsey discussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think needs to be applauded to be able to just not only be like straight up, hey, here's what we're going to talk about. Here's who I am. I'm putting it on the table. But also to have such a, a discussion happen on TV. And it's so rare that people are not only talking about it, mm-hmm. but that they're talking about it in such a like... Like no, candid way. Yeah, candid, but like, here are my percentages. Let me explain yeah. this to you. Everybody was super great. So I got made fun of a lot because I start the conversation with this, everybody know I'm mostly gay. Yeah. But it's like, when you go into a conversation like that, you know that it's going to be awkward no yeah. matter what you do. And especially because we went around the table and it was boys looking for single girls is what it was. So uh. the boys started the conversation and they were like, are there even any single ladies here? Let's go around and talk about our relationship status. And I was like, well, <laughs> but also probably not for you. Um, so whenever it got to me, I was like, either I can be like really awkward about this or I can make everybody else feel really awkward about it. And that's my preferred style. So right. like, <laughs> this is why, pretty this is why we relate. Pretty- right. Well, and it's like a, a discussion that queer people have all the time is that you don't just come out once. You come out all the time mm-hmm. to different situations in your life. Yeah. And it's like, even sometimes when you think that you've made it abundantly clear, right. and people still don't get it. Because they're like, oh, you said girlfriend. I thought you meant, like, your best friend, like your gal pal. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> I said girlfriend. I think it was just so wonderful. And you're right. You, you, you're not going to be uncomfortable. Let me deal with, let me make you uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was so wonderful and should be applauded. Applauded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literal applause. 
also, it's one of the things that production didn't necessarily have to put in there because it has nothing to do with the game. So, right. like, bravo on them for thinking that was important enough to show on TV. Right, yeah. exactly. I feel like this show, and I've said it before, does that a lot. They find things that other shows would either use for dramatic effect or leave out because it doesn't have dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. And this show instead is like, no, no, these are people. Yeah. Here are people doing things that people do. Yeah. Also, like, uh, this wasn't known about me when I was cast, so it wasn't one of those things where they were like, let's grab a gay girl. Like, right. it was just, I'm a nerd and also I'm gay, so hi. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> so where is, uh, where is girlfriendforheather.com? <laughs> oh man, girlfriends, that's a doozy. <laughs> I don't know if I'm looking to, like date somebody really, so more like girl play things for Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Heather's gotta come to visit LA as well. <laughs> that's happening. Um but let's talk about girlfriendfortomas.com. Oh right. As the webmaster for Girlfriend for Thomas. So we have a bunch of applicants, but I'm releasing them to Thomas slowly because I have a selection process. Because I'm afraid that Thomas would jump on any cute girl, and he deserves an excellent girl. Ah. Yeah, so I've been going through the surveys. Uh, He's gotten girls who are mailing him gifts to his house. Oh, Wow. wow. Yeah, I had I had a friend from high school who I guess watches the show, and she messaged me, and she was like, I see that Thomas's favorite animal is like a whale or a dolphin. What if I sent him a bunch of origami, like whales and dolphins? Do you oh. know what his favorite colors are? And it's like, she's super cute. She's about to graduate from medical school. And so it's like, that's my number one prospect. Hope she's not watching. Her. I know, like not to out her or anything, but. <laughs> yeah, so I've, just, I've been slowly, so the response was pretty great, especially considering that I didn't know that that was going to make it into the show. So I had to put it together super, super fast. <laughs> But I don't. I don't lie. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it. So I made a website. Yeah, and I visited. Yes, uh, I applied. Did you? Oh yeah, I applied twice. Actually. I did. <laughs> Just to make sure that it got through. So, Thomas's brother applied once. <laughs> um, I've been scouring LA because uh-huh. Thomas is local. I could. Yeah. I. I'm looking for local girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, and he's so sweet. He like, is. Any girl would be lucky to have Thomas. Mm. Yeah. Um, I want to know what is this, what is your, um, your, your process that you're going through to like filter the women? Oh, Oh, well, so mm, this might get a little offensive. So, uh, if you (laughs) list Big Bang Theory as one of your top shows, I don't let you through because I feel like you'll think that Thomas is a novelty. Oh, he's more than a novelty. Uh huh. So that's one thing that's really (laughs) if you, if you are completely disgusted at the idea of any of the My Little Pony questions, it's okay if you're like, you know, I don't know a lot about My Little Pony, but if you're completely disgusted at that prospect, no. Right. Obviously. You don't get through. Anybody who's young doesn't get through. Like, too Anybody young. Anybody who feel, I feel like they're joking or, like, taking uh-huh. this not very seriously doesn't get through. Because I'm not going to let a woman play with Thomas. Like, Thomas right. deserves a gym. <laughs> <laughs> gym girlfriend for Thomas.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, I heard that a lot of, like, 12, 14-year-old girls were applying. That's our yeah. demo for the show most of the time. Yeah, there are lots of really young girls, and that's what I told Thomas, is I was like, Thomas, you're getting a bunch of children. And he's like, I don't want to be arrested, Heather. Like, oh, no. Okay. This wasn't childhood playmate for Thomas. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's get back to the show, then. Uh-huh. I just had to clarify. Because when Thomas was here, he was telling us that, that Heather has the reins and sure. she's, she's filtering. So I want to get the answers. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about going into the throne room. Yeah. 
Um, and hearing that not only was your name called, it was a unanimous vote. Mm. Um, I knew that it was going to be me, first of all. Um, so I wasn't really surprised because had my team have voted, uh, I was very close to both Jonathan and Amanda. And that's why Amanda in an interview says there's a 50% chance of me going in because Colby was sure. And mm-hmm. then it wasn't going to be me because both Jonathan and Amanda were like, well, Heather is going to be my closest individual ally in, when it gets to an individual game. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I told them, I was I went to House Hulu and I was like, hey, uh, here's the scenario. Um, I'd like you to choose. I knew that it was going to be me. And there's actually an interview where I was like, last time House Hulu was very quiet about their decision. It was the least expected person, mm-hmm. which was Jacob. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so that's how I know that it's going to be me. <laughs> wasn't really a super surprise. And then also, um, I mean, it shows that the other team supported me, but they were very much like, uh, this is the person that we think is the strongest to take down Colby. And yeah. if she doesn't, then we've eliminated a strong competitor. So either way, two very strong players go home. Or one, two very strong players go in, one goes home. Yeah, and they like, kind of made that the angle that they played it. Like, who's going to beat Colby if we send someone into the nerd off? And it was either going to be... It seemed like it came down to you or Jonathan. Yep, that's exactly where it came. Yeah. So, Which is funny, because I think Amanda would have done the best in this nerd off. Right. And that's the hard part, is you don't know what it's going to be at all. Right. Like, it could be theme-based, but then it could be any game for the nerd off. Yeah, well, and also in past seasons, they've had a game nerd off where you get an assistant, right? Mm -hmm. And Ben is like a huge tabletop gamer, so I had already talked to him and been like, if you send me in, you're my assistant. Right. And he was like, yes, absolutely, undoubtedly, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, so. Interesting, because from the way, I mean, from the way it's shot from someone watching it just as a viewer, it really looked like everybody was going to send in Jonathan, Mm -hmm. and then he had to really flip everybody. Yeah, he went... that was that was kind of the situation. Um, I mean, he did like once you get Caitlyn. So mm-hmm. I know that Ben always wanted to send Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once you get so many people, like once you send the threat to so many people, then they're like, "Well, who's the second option?" Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting. So, like looking back on it, then is there a different way that you would have played the strategy to kind of stay out of the nerd off or? I mean, okay. uh, so if I wanted to stay out of the nerd off, what I would have done is let my team pick because then I would be safe. Like, that was right. undoubtable, right? Yeah. Um, the thing is, is uh, I had told Amanda in the very beginning that I was on her side completely. Mm-hmm. And I spent a lot of the game trying to convince Jonathan that I was also on his side completely. Mm-hmm. And so that morning, like the morning when everyone was going to vote, uh, I went up to Amanda and I was like, hey, I've thought about this a lot. Um, it would be you. Mm-hmm. Undoubtedly, it would be you. But I couldn't live if the last thing that you did in this game was have me send you in. Mm-hmm. So I won't. Right. And that was pretty much it. Was I was like, I've spent so much, like if I had betrayed Jonathan, I had spent so much of the game trying to prove my friendship to him mm-hmm. that, that, that all of that would be a lie. Mm-hmm. And with Amanda, I had spent so much of the game being her best friend. Like when she hugs me in the end and she's like, you're my best friend, that's not a lie. Like right. Amanda and I are so close. And so I was like, I got to go out. Like, if I was going to go out, at least I went out in a way that I didn't betray anybody who I love. Mm-hmm. And that's more than a lot of people can say. So, did Coming into, like, King of the Nerds in general, with you as your personality, did you expect to make these kind of connections on this show? Uh, no. <laughs> told me that I was one of the most aggressive people. Because uh-huh. I mean, what I said is, uh, no offense to you, but I was like, I've watched this show before, uh-huh. and I'm better than all of these people. Uh-huh. 
I can win this game, and I don't like any of them. <laughs> so I won't have any emotional attachments. Uh-huh. So this is going to be super easy. Like, I get to go in, and I get to stomp on people. Right. And it's going to be a little bit unfair how, like, overpowered in the situation I will be. Um, and then I met Amanda, and things started to change. And then um, in one of the first episodes, I pulled Jonathan aside, and I was like, you're the only person here playing this game as hard as I am. Mm-hmm. And I like you because of that. Mm-hmm. And so those were kind of my two friends. It's like Amanda was like an instant soulmate and Jonathan was the only person who was half as observant as I was, mm-hmm. which is why he was scared of me. Right. I think, I mean, I feel like that's that's a very Caitlin mentality. <laughs> yeah. Because up until last episode, she, she was like, I'm just here to win. I don't care. I don't need to make alliances. I don't need to do anything. I'm just going to beat everybody because I'm amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I went in to make alliances so that way you could destroy them. Because like, right, that's playing like, the game. I went in to be like, yeah, we can totally be friends. Bye. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But was it you who wanted to vote Caitlyn out earlier because she was boring? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was one of my fit. Like, she's not here to play the game. She's boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so the idea behind The Secret Six, which wasn't ever quite depicted was it was the people who we thought were behaving interestingly in nerd ops and nerd wars or like in nerd wars specifically so when we had a meeting we were like here are the people who we think are strong competitors in the Mm -hmm. nerd wars so that way whenever it gets to an individual game then it'll be anybody's ball Mm -hmm. so when but the thing about kate like people like caitlin and colby is you can tell that they're very strong because you get to see their confessionals we didn't get to see their confessionals so all we had to base off of them especially for people on the other team were how they performed in challenges, where we could see them. Yeah. A little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel about the... I mean, th- we knew that the Secret Six would have to get disbanded this episode. Yeah. But how did you feel, I mean, watching it now, knowing that Jonathan outed the entire Secret Six to Caitlyn? <laughs> <laughs> or, or a version of the Secret Six, at least. Yeah. Yeah, well, so the thing about Jonathan is Jonathan thinks that he's very smooth and very sneaky, but he's not. (laughs) Um, Like, he really likes to stroke his own ego with how smart he is, um, but I would argue that he's less observant than I am. Hmm. So I knew that he had an alliance with Caitlyn. Like, that was a thing that I knew the entire time. I just didn't know how receptive Caitlyn was to it. And until this episode, she hadn't been very receptive. Like, she hadn't even used the word alliance before. Mm -hmm. So, And it seemed like, uh, out of nowhere, Rochelle kind of became a key player in between the teams. I would argue no. I would uh-huh. say that Rachel was Jonathan's pawn in this. Like, he was uh-huh. like, I know that I can pull her because she's not necessarily very strategic, right? Sure. So Jonathan was like, I have an in with this girl. Uh-huh. And she's also on your team, so you trust her. Mm-hmm. And especially because when Caitlin approached Jonathan, what she said is she said, um, I think that you, me, Rachel, and Colby, those were Caitlin's four. So yeah. when Jonathan brings Caitlin to her as an additional piece from The Secret Six then it's a piece that she already asked for. Right, right. So, so yeah, I don't think that Rochelle has done much strategy necessarily, um, mm-hmm. but she's been involved in a lot of it. Like, she's definitely... A, yeah. She definitely has connections to the right people to be protected. Right, right. Interesting. So do you think she might be... I mean, we talked about it last week that she's flying under the radar and that she might... Uh, do you think that... I mean, I guess you can't really say. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm asking you a question that you cannot answer. <laughs> Um, um, I but, will say that the whole point of the Secret Six, uh, in our minds, was to prevent people from flying under the radar, the radar to win. Mm-hmm. So that was our initial intent. Um, mm-hmm. Whether or not that plays out is to be seen. Interesting. Interesting. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, Pendulette. Because... <laughs> 
one, everyone loves Penn, but right. also like the fact that you can out talk him, which I because I relate to you, I was like, I got this. Yeah, challenge. Uh, yeah, accepted. challenge accepted. There was a lot of banter that happened that isn't shown in the episode yeah. where it was just super funny. So my favorite moment was um, we went first in like the picto nerdy, and so we had like these big expo markers. And he said, Pendulette was like, I think that we're going to need additional markers because these have cooties. And I looked <laughs> at him and I licked the marker from tip to bottom uh-huh. and said, Seems fine to me, and extended it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Well, I guess I have to use this one. <laughs> a bunch of little sassy things like that that ended up leading to that comment. Yeah. That makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then the, the rapport that he had, because Curtis and Penn are, are friends, and so they went back and forth, and Curtis got, like, mock angry type of thing, but it was really a lot of fun. It was. It was. He was a great guest judge. And then uh, Rochelle was super great, too. Like, yeah. She, um, she asked us a bunch of, like, personal questions. Like, she was so nice. She was like, so, do you guys have kids? Like, where do you live? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it was, like, totally different than Penn. Like, entirely right. different. That's... I'm so I want to I want to invite everyone over to my place <laughs> to play games with Penn and Rochelle. Like that would be so fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, well and, like I was saying before, when we saw this challenge like on the roster, we were like, nerdy game night, that's not gonna be anything. That's gonna be kinda crappy. But it was one of the most fun things to watch happen because everybody plays the party games and they got really into it. Well, yeah, so the thing is, is that everybody who is on the show at this point is insufferably competitive. <laughs> so, um, we've tried doing this before, like, since the show, been like, hey, let's redo this, because it was so much fun. And we did it with people who weren't on the show, and they thought that we were awful. Right, because... We took everything way too seriously. <laughs> have, like, inside jokes and codes that yeah. we could all draw upon, and they were just like, wow, this is terrible. Uh, like, this is no fun for anybody except for you. Right. <laughs> Wow. Never-ending story, man. Exactly. <laughs> you named your loin product after it. Loin product. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautifully said. <laughs> also, I love that you can kind of see the break between, like, everybody that's doing confessions, like, you're genuine and you're saying your feelings, but in that confessional, you saw the difference between talking to the camera and the audience and talking to the producer, like, on yeah, the side. It was, I'm surprised that they left that in there, but uh, yeah. he kind of, like, cut me off. Which, yeah. Like, Did you just say loin product? Yeah, because yeah. So shocked. <laughs> Whatever. And like, as a fan of reality TV, I love seeing that. I love yeah. the break there. It's, so that's what we've had three big breaks. We've had Rachelle's like, yep. look at you getting your reality, that one. And then Jonathan's yeah. at the end of this episode when he's crying. And he's like, oh, it really matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, we saw at the end of this episode, you, you really have, you've made an impact on your, uh, your team and the other people and, and I know we're not the only ones sad to see that you're gone. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and oh, no, gone. Oh, we lost her. <laughs> In yeah. more than one way. <laughs> oh, no. Heather. It's oh, connected. Oh, my God. Ah. Okay. Right um, during the heartfelt message. That yeah. was the heartfelt time of the show. Um, uh, that That's what I get for being sentimental. <laughs> yeah, you break technology. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, while our engineers work to fix that, I'm going to take a moment mm-hmm. um, to thank our fans. Hey! Yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining us, tuning in, streaming, watching, downloading, streaming, watching. We nailed all of it. <laughs> watching it live, watching it later, tweeting, commenting. Yep, I got it. Plus yep. one thumbs up. Hey! Okay, <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we clearly 
are fans of this show. Yes. Someone was on the show, <laughs> now works for the show, yeah. spends his life living Ugh. the show over and over again. Yep, especially during this time. Yeah, so we are clearly big fans, and we do this for you guys. And we ask you guys to do one very simple thing for us. Go on to iTunes, rate and review, subscribe, and when you rate and review and leave a comment... Mm-hmm. We what read happens? it on the air. <gasps> what? We have three comments, guys. Yay! I'm going to read them real quick uh, while we try to get Heather back. So we've got... She's back, but it's fine. Well, she can <laughs> she can wait. <laughs> so uh, we got a five-star review, Simply Perfect, from The Elite Cade. Such a great companion podcast for an equally great show. Love hearing other opinions on the show. Xander is the bomb. Yay! Continue making great shows. We also got five stars. Best show from... Tada, honey. Tada, honey. Um, who says, love y'all as a host. Oh, thanks. And it was great seeing Xander guest hosting. Yay! Yay! Um, if you could just make all the comments about me, that'd be great. Yeah, just keep commenting on Xander. <laughs> um, five stars, much nerd, so wow, exclamation point. It's doge. <laughs> greatest, greatest title ever. From, uh, 1337 Mando, who says, love Leet listening. Mando. You know who this is? Leet1337. Uh-huh. Is Leet. I'm a, I'm a hacksaw. I'm in. Okay. No, never mind. Whatever. <laughs> One, three, three, seven. Mando yeah. says, um, way to make me feel no, no. not cool enough. <laughs> um, love listening slash watching. Yell does an awesome, uh, does awesome interviewing the King of the Nerds cast. Thanks. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> um, and seeing uh-huh. Xander and Papa Nerd is so much fun. Papa Nerd. Yeah. Oh, Curtis. He will be back. He will be back next week. Yeah. He better be I might have promised week. that last week, but yeah. he will be back. Um, thank you, 1337. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, okay, Heather. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I was giving you a heartfelt message about how um, amazing you are and how you definitely um, touched everyone in a good way. Yeah, pretty much everyone cried when I left, which is great. I also <laughs> got people to hug me even though I was covered in glue. Yeah, that was great to watch. <laughs> Caitlin told me, she was like, I knew that you were friends because you didn't just hug me, you asked first. Oh, yeah. That's cute. That's sweet. Yay. Um, so, I can't ask you who you think should win. Yeah, you can. I can tell you exactly what I thought when I was there. Mm-hmm. Ah, finally, yeah. someone who will answer my question. <laughs> so, All right. what I said is Amanda hugs me and she said, you're my best friend, right? Mm-hmm. And I pulled away and I grabbed her face and I said, and now you have to win. Mm-hmm. And then Jonathan came up and I put my hand on his head and said, you'd be okay, I guess. <laughs> and so that's who I'm rooting for, obviously. Yeah. Right. Amanda, 80%, Jonathan, 20%. <laughs> Split down, 80-20 yeah. again. <laughs> I feel like I know those percentages. <laughs> um, have you, aside from, I want to say, like, the premiere weekend, um, have you been hanging out with the other nerds? Yeah, so uh, Amanda actually uh, sold her house because we're going to move close together. Then so. there. Like completely sold her house, and then Lily lives seven minutes away. I talk to I talk to most people from the castle on like a fairly regular basis. Some people every day, like Todd. I talk to Todd every single day. Mm. Oh, Todd! I know I love Todd. <laughs> Todd is great. Um, I want to talk about Colby's face. <laughs> and the I mean Colby face. Full yeah. Colby. Uh, I don't know what happened this episode because it feels like it wasn't just during the games it no. felt like he is 
something has been uh, taken from him in terms of uh, Mm. happiness. Well, Well, let me just say that whenever you take point on a challenge and that challenge fails, that sucks. Yeah. So I think that that is kind of where this all started was, you know, before that, Jonathan and I led every nerd war. And then Colby gets the nerd anthem, mm-hmm. and it's his challenge, and mm-hmm. we don't win. Mm-hmm. Um, that is really hard to deal with. And then to be sent into the nerd off following a challenge that you took point on, yeah, that sucks. And then this episode, the opposite team sent him in. So he basically can work out that everybody's against him. Yeah, um... I believe that he said at one point, now I know there are seven knives pointed towards me instead of four. Yeah. So, yeah. So, of course he's in a bad mood. <laughs> well, I mean, but also, he just has that face. Like, that's looked, his resting face. You know what, though? He, up until, I want to say, up until this episode, he had, like, bored resting face, and now he mm. has angry resting face. Well, he has, I'm going to take down every single person that I need to face. That's yeah. what he has. Yeah. yeah. Um... I just during the during the nerd war that face yeah (laughs) and playing a game to be our buzzer guy Mm -hmm. and I was like actually you don't get a say in the matter (laughs) because I know that you're gonna do better than everybody else and so he was like yeah he was hesitant and super stressed about that because he was like any really specific nerd celebrity I don't know right Mm. I was like I believe in you go for it well and you guys did great Mm mm-hmm I mean that game, looks- and it it was that close. Like yeah. it really was. I mean the first score. I have the scores. The first round was tied. Right. The second round, Smash had two eighty, Hulu had three hundred, then Smash had four ninety, and Hulu had is that five ten that I wrote? I can't read my notes. Yes. Yeah. So like- they won by one question. Yeah. yeah. My it's little like- pony. <laughs> <laughs> the slow mo. Which, which that the fact that it was so close makes the never ending story thing yeah. so much harder. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, no. I. I'm. I'm no, so- you, Amanda. You I named your baby after this. It's I you. I pointed to other people. I was like, no, no, <laughs> no. Like you, <laughs> baby. Like, oh, it was a disaster. Yeah. What, from now on, though, I think she knows when you point you, you, and you baby, baby. She knows exactly what to say. <laughs> uh, did you see a tray? You made a video that I retweeted on my Twitter where he was like cheering for me, Aww. and it was really cute because he was like, "I love you." The Atreyu that I didn't know when I was so passionately gesturing to his birth. <laughs> <laughs> They're both adorable. Both They're of Amanda's so- kids. Oh, kids. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> um, well, I, oh, I'm so sad. I don't know who I relate to anymore. Aww. <laughs> But the, I think one of the things that they try to do well on the show is that you can kind of relate to almost everybody on the cast. Like, yeah, there's but, a little bit of you in some of yeah, everybody. There's nobody <laughs> left who is as talkative as, as I'm going to just tell you whatever the F is on my mind <laughs> now. Right. Because I need That's, to say yeah, it. Yeah, there's nobody else. It yeah. Basically me and Todd. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I, real quick before we let you go, I want to know about Caitlin's, um, Caitlin's, trying to sabotage Colby thing. Because when she walks back in and is like, I just gave him the hardest way to do it. And I don't know about, because it looked like everyone else understood that no one believed her. Yeah. Yeah, well, everybody was like, 
okay, why don't you even come and tell me this right now because you're distracting me by talking to me. Mm. Um, so yeah, everyone was kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But also it was like, so then that boiled down to the, who, who was studying with me. Well, it was the secret six. So it was all these people who I was already friends with. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Yeah. No, nobody really bought that, but she did a very good job of covering her tracks in case I did come back. Cause then she could at least have that. Yeah. She would still be the one outsider. Right. Right. No, but she, I mean, I feel, I feel terrible saying it, but at that moment, it was like, oh, you don't know how to do this. Yeah, nobody's going to believe this. Like, that, that's, no, you shut your mouth. <laughs> that's how you do it. That's how you do it, is you don't say anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, and to be fair, she didn't go in looking to play a social game, and then she had recently been thrust into a social situation. Yeah. Where, and it's like, uh, a lot of us play, like, uh, deceptive board games mm-hmm. or things of that nature where we've had to deal with this before in our lives. I don't know that Caitlin Spack has ever encountered <laughs> a thing like this in engineering class, right? right? So, yeah. And, and you guys are getting a lot of hate for, like, making alliances and scheming, but, like, it, it's know, happened... Like, competitive board game right right and it's happened every season they just haven't been as vocal about it as they have been for yours because it was so essential to the Mm storyline well i think that the note that the first problem was that it was an all-woman's alliance and you can't have ladies working together (laughs) yeah yeah there's the problem right there poison it became not about sexism which it was before it became about being elitist right but it was like uh, the Secret Six was a natural fallout of all these individual alliances. Like I had an alliance with Jonathan, I had an alliance with Amanda, Amanda had an alliance with me and Ben, mm-hmm. Ben had an alliance with Lily, and mm-hmm. so it was like these, of course, were the people who we were going to include because they were the people who were already playing the social game. Yeah, yeah. Didn't have to violate anybody. It just so happened to be six people. Well, I can't wait to see what happens next. <laughs> I'm so excited. It, it's uh, okay. So uh, you always look forward to yourself, like being on TV. Like, what are they going to show of me? I don't even remember what I did. And I say some <laughs> weird stuff. <laughs> I did not realize how, like, my word choice sometimes is very, very weird. Um, <laughs> but I will say that episode six is the episode that I have been looking forward to the most. It's a great one. Which says a lot because. I mean, I'm in the other episodes, but I'm in <laughs> right? Um, but episode six is the one that I've been looking forward to the most. Uh-huh. So whenever people are like, I'm so sad that you're gone, I'm going to quit watching. I'm like, please no. don't. Yeah. Like, please don't. Well. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be great. Hmm? Well, thank you. So thank you for the plug for next episode, but also thank you so much for talking to us. Oh, no problem. Why don't you tell people where they can find you on Twitter, Instagram, whatever else you want to promote? Um, I am Heather Kluss on every website. That's Heather K-L-U-S. That's not my last name. <laughs> it is a joke based on the Iliad because if Patroclus is Patrick with a Kluss, then anybody can be a Kluss. <laughs> um, yeah, joke from way back in the day. So I'm Heather K-L-U-S on absolutely every website available. Awesome. Uh, every website available. Yeah. MySpace and Friendster included. Yeah. Yeah, Friendster. <laughs> that was a thing. Thank you again. No we problem. were so sad. But Aww. thank you for coming and joining us via Skype. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah anytime. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh. <laughs> okay. I have to say, and I do say this in my vlog, um, yeah. youtube.com slash Xander vlogs. Wait, say it again. YouTube.com slash Xander vlogs. Uh-huh. Uh, that Heather was one of my favorite people to watch on the show this season because I loved her commentary. I loved her mouth and like the things that she, oh yeah, uh, I went there. Mouth? Yep. And, uh, the things that she mouth. would say is just hilarious and it really made it for me. Yeah. 
Um, well, I'm sad. <laughs> um, but let's 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 break down the show real quick. Yeah. Um, so the nerd war are nerdy party games with mysterious mm-hmm. celebrity nerds. Um, right. I I knew like I know who Pendulette is, mm-hmm. right? Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't realize that he too was a nerd. You kind of have to be in the magic sphere. Yeah, I'm learning that the yeah. more I hang out with magicians. Right, right. They're all nerds. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why I didn't, it didn't occur to me that those are things that connect. That's one of the nerds that we haven't had represented yet on mm. as a contestant, like a magician. or. And I always say uh, like psychology or like social sciences, mm-hmm. too. We haven't had a representation for that. I have people I'm going to throw in. Yeah. Um, and we also had um, Rochelle Lefebvre. Rochelle Lefebvre. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, who, again, w- surprisingly nerdy. Yeah. She took it all in stride because I know that it can get tough for, like, a Hollywood actress mm-hmm. to get down and dirty with all things nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but she, she was totally game to play and, and was a great, unexpected, like, pleasure. And she volunteered as tribute. Yeah, right? Which was great. Yeah. Because I was like, she better say something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, that's weird. Because you'd, I would think you'd feel so bad. Is yeah. it like you've shattered this team's dreams? Yeah. <laughs> I came in to help you win and I I failed. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like if I were her, I would take the. I would be like, this was all my fault. Right, right. So that they all felt good. Like, yeah. oh, yes, let's blame this mysterious person who just joined us for a game and yeah. ruined everything. Right. Um, and I read the scores. Oh, pick. We had name that nerd, Pixo nerdy, and Panto nerd. Mm-hmm. So, uh, celebrity, Pictionary, mm-hmm. and. Uh, charades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just making sure we're all on the same page. <laughs> um, yeah. Which d- would you excel at? Like, what kind of party game is your jam? Oh, uh, name that nerd. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Also, I would do well with Panto Nerd mm-hmm. because of a game that I used to play in improv. But Yeah. But um, Pixo Nerdy, I would be completely screwed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm a stick figure. But person. at that point, like, I, I like to draw and I'm an okay artist, mm-hmm. but when you're playing that game at those high stakes, you're just drawing stick people anyway because yeah, you but, just want to get the point across. But my stick people are not, like, they, they can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, this is a. It's like, okay, a man. <laughs> a, which man? Yeah. It's a man. Do you know which one it is? Um, yeah, no, I would do very well at, at Name That Nerd. Mm. That's where I excel. Um, let's talk about the, the nerd off. Yeah. The nuclear nerd off. Right. Um, it's an interesting twist on like word jumble and I puzzles. liked this game a lot. Yeah. Um, I, that said, I would have failed miserably <laughs> because I can't look at letters and rearrange them. My head. Uh-huh. I don't do that. That's not a thing my head does. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> luckily it wasn't Sudoku. Right. I would have not been able to do that either. Right, right. Um, and I think the greatest sentence of this episode was, um, you know, it's the most boring thing to watch on TV. I'm <laughs> solving a Sudoku puzzle. Yeah. That or, cause that was Ben. And yeah. Ben also had another amazing line of, we're going to do what every other American family <laughs> yeah. does. Sit down, repress our feelings and have a lukewarm meal. <laughs> what bothered me was that it was silent after he said it. Yeah. Like, that's the greatest, that's so funny. Right? But they were really depressed. And so, I've had some of those dinners, too, in Nirvana, where you're like, oh, someone's going home. Was it? I mean, you were backstage, you were there Mm -hmm. when this happened? 
For most of it, yeah. Because so you've seen an unedited version of them no. sitting. No, uh, no. I I was there, and sometimes I would peek into the control room and see things that were happening. Mm. But mostly, I was there for the challenges because I would do the behind the scenes. Okay. Like, you're not going to believe what happens next. Okay. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> you're not going to believe what happens next. All right, cool. I'm Xander from season two. <laughs> That's what they made me do everything, <laughs> every take in that voice. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, but I feel like the uh, that dinner. And I don't know if it was edited that way or if it actually was. Whatever meals they had was so awkward. Yeah. And and it surprises me because I feel that I know what Heather would do. And it surprises <laughs> me that she wasn't like, who farted? Yeah, like right. something to break it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and people don't realize this in their everyday lives, but like meals are boring most of the time and it, like you're on when you're in the challenges and when you're working on things so to sit down and be peaceful and to not talk is kind of a nice break i don't understand oh okay and i don't think heather does either you're right, <laughs> right? If, I, if i know heather and yeah. i seem to believe i do uh-huh. <laughs> no some stupid sentence would come out of my mouth sure yeah just to break the tension yeah because that's what happens <laughs> um so we've got this word jumble which uh I couldn't. I was like, I don't. There are letters. I don't know. <laughs> um, and our our sentence mm-hmm. comes out to send help. Mm-hmm. Bands uh, a band of mutants mm-hmm. has attacked the or has attacked lab. Radiation as, is at lethal levels. Warhead could detonate at any moment. Yes, and they had to solve the puzzle first. Like have all the letters up there before they could start working on the project that started it all. So they had to put the pieces up yes. before taking them down. Because even the Colby even says, like, I know what the project's supposed right. to be, and I could just take those letters. But as part of the game, you have to solve it out and confirm that it's correct before you can move on to the bottom one. Okay. Because I was like, Manhattan. <laughs> Manhattan is the greatest thing ever. Um, and then he's delayed 30 seconds. Yeah. And then he still wins. Right. Well, and it looked like from what they edited that Heather didn't have all the pieces yet. Mm -hmm. And so that was a big thing because when you're in that situation, it's going through your mind like, do I start solving the puzzle or do I find all the pieces first? And if you get frustrated finding the pieces, go over and solve the puzzle for a bit and then come back to it. So even though she had that 30 seconds, if she didn't have all the pieces, she couldn't solve the whole puzzle. Right. And so she couldn't... It wasn't like last time where they both... For, like the last game they both froze no yeah okay. she, like as soon as he hit the buzzer they had to confirm whether it was right or wrong mm-hmm. and then it was wrong so she gets 30 seconds on her own and he couldn't do anything 30 seconds to do whatever whatever she wants okay um so then i i'm so sad yeah. I'm just so sad. the whole thing was very sad yeah thing. but very entertaining it's yes. a great episode no it's a great episode yeah um when heather jumps in yeah that slow motion camera yeah so good and we talked about uh, a little bit earlier how i feel about this yeah um and that i and you told me that they weren't allowed to push over the barrels. right they could not dump out the barrels right which i mean what what are the other options right so aside from digging and and taking stuff out which is what they were looking for yeah and she jumped in yeah which surprises me that they didn't think that was an option right or they didn't think that they would follow through yeah yeah um yeah because i think a lot of the the people running were like, okay, they'll get like waist deep, like forward and, mm-hmm. and be digging things out that way or like climbing over the barrel, but not like fully submerged because once you're in that, it, it was hard to move around in it. Mm-hmm. So to, to be in the barrel and scooping things out as well would be hard. 
I mean, I'm thinking the first thing I would do is do that because then you just with displacement. Yeah, <laughs> solved a lot of trouble there. Yeah. Well, also they didn't know what was in there. They didn't know. They knew that the puzzle pieces were in there, right. but what else? Like Heather was saying, there could be live snakes in there. They did it in the other one. So what was in there? It was aside goop. from goop and, and hands. Yeah, body parts. Uh, there was like some spools that they had had. Spools. Just whatever they could find in production. I think they okay. just threw in. <laughs> what props do we have that we yeah. can cover in crap? Right. Right. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. So that I'm assuming. Yeah, I, why would you put live snakes? They would they would not be live you in did, that yeah, goo. You never know. Yeah, but you put them in that goo and they're no longer alive. <laughs> yeah. That that childlike scent of semen. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. This high point of my career right there. So that on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about the secret six slash secret four. Yeah. Um, which has basically disbanded. Right. And I felt like at least the way it was shot and mm-hmm. the way it was, or not the way it was shot, the way it was edited for the audience, mm-hmm. Jonathan kind of got thrown under the bus by the secret six, at least on his. The house. way, yeah, the way that it seemed like, mm-hmm. um, well, okay, here's how I understood the situation yeah. is they gave the power to, to the blue team right. to vote for Colby. So they knew Colby was going in mm-hmm. and they had to pick someone that they weren't, they weren't allowed to pick then. Yeah. You know, because they were wait, they were going to pick Colby, and the blue team was going to pick yes. the other person to go in. Yeah. So they then had to rationalize out, like, okay, who among the three of us are able to beat Colby? And then let's go have a conversation one on one with the blue team and talk it through with them as well. Okay. So Heather and Amanda, on their own, came to the conclusion the the person that could beat him in any situation would probably be Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Then Jonathan heard about that, and he was probably making a case for Heather or Amanda, whatever it would be. Yeah. But you you hear something like that, and it automatically is like, okay, they've turned on me. They're playing this game as hard as I am. Right. And so I've got to go make my move. And he got, and he he really, I guess, if even if they hadn't, it seems like they had their mind made up that he was going in, but he changed everyone's mind. Yeah. And- because if... The uh, the way that I understand it is that he kind of had some ammunition on, like, I could change my vote and get someone else to change their vote so that it would be, like, Heather and Amanda. Because if he sided with Colby, uh, because apparently Colby had voted for Amanda. We right. saw that. Yeah. If Jonathan had voted for Amanda, it would have been a tie. Mm-hmm. And then something else would have happened. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be Colby going in. Right. It would be either Heather or Amanda. Interesting. Right? So yeah. he had that in his pocket. That was the premise for my season with the Xander Bombs thing. I, I threatened a tie as well. Mm-hmm. And that was the wrong thing to do to Kayla at that time. <laughs> but, but so he had that power. And t- in order for them to keep control of it, mm-hmm. they have to make a choice. And yeah. so he threw that at them, I think. Yeah. And so then we have Caitlin trying to play both sides. Yeah. Trying to be. And, and I wonder if she watches it now. And is like, wow, they didn't believe me. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you never know, because because Caitlin has a very high opinion of herself and has an opinion about the other people. Yeah, and like it, it might have changed over time, but it's still her opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we saw that, and then we saw Heather leave. Mm-hmm. And and I'm afraid of what her Horcrux is going to yeah, be. Yeah. What do you think it's going to be? Um. It's going to be something covered in goo. <laughs> 
I'm gonna go with like a hand or uh-huh. a, like something like something from the the goo pile. Yeah, mm-hmm. something that's been discarded. That's right. what I believe is going to be her Horcrux. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> um, and on that note, I think we should head into predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. This music is perfect for yeah. next week's episode, mm-hmm. which is horror themes. Horror. 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 Yeah, so the promo <laughs> is just Jonathan trying to figure out how to say the word horror. <laughs> um, so at this point, I have no idea. I mm. think, um, I don't, I like Jonathan apparently, I'm not, I'm not a horror person. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like scary things. <laughs> um, I mean, it is King of the Nerds, so it can only get right. so scary. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably. I. I mean, I feel like it uh, might be similar to the the like um, Monty Python questy, where like it was themed, sure, but it wasn't. Oh yeah, taken seriously. Right. Plus, there's like we haven't really explored the nerdy realms of of the horror genre. Like on my season, we had a zombie type challenge mm-hmm. with the nerd off, but. Like, there are zombies, vampires, werewolves. Like, there's this whole category of right. nerdy horror stuff that has yet to be explored on King of the Nerds. But in the promo, it looks like just a bunch of decapitated... It looks like a Halloween store. Right, right. Um, or like a haunted house where stuff jumps out at you, and that's something <laughs> I hate. <laughs> I hate. Right. That. I love haunted houses. It's um, one of my favorite things. No, they're the worst. <laughs> um, so let me find my list of... Predictions. Teams, so I can predict who's still around. So mm-hmm. on House Hulavu, we still have Lily, Ben, Rachelle, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. And on Smash, we have Colby, Amanda, and Jonathan. Right. Um, have we had where it's just one team left? Yeah, uh, our season. Yeah. Uh, th- uh, Katie had to go over to the gold team mm-hmm. because we were dominating. <laughs> um. So, but it hasn't gotten to that point because it's four and three, right? But I'm trying to. I mean, hmm, what do I think is going to happen in horror? I think Jonathan. I think Jonathan's out of his depth, right? Do you think there's anybody that kind of like specializes in horror, or from their specialties would have an advantage? Um, I think, um, Lily and Amanda mm. could do well in mm-hmm. horror. Mm-hmm. Because, from like cosplay, yeah, from and, cosplay yeah, and like and reading. Yes, I think Jonathan is going to be Jonathan and Caitlin and Colby are going to be very like. Well, Colby I, I has the trivia background. Yeah, but I feel like that's not going. I feel like that's going to have nothing to do with or mm-hmm. not be helpful in any way. Uh huh. That is my prediction. And then is Ben just like the wild card, or Ben and ben Michelle? Ben and Michelle are the wild cards. Yeah, just, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Those are my predictions. Is someone going to throw something next episode? No. <laughs> not, no one, I'm sorry. I know that they're, they're nerds yeah. and that, that we're not, not only are we not athletic, but we are not uh, uh, violent. violent. Yeah. <laughs> but I want some throwing. Uh-huh. I've recently been very much into violence, apparently, and right? it's not good. Uh, you might get your fill of violence this next episode with horror. Oh, but, yeah. It looks like somebody has to beat the heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, like, decapitated heads. Yeah. Okay. Prediction. Here we go. Um, For whatever... I don't know for what, but for something, they have to beat a decapitated head with a bat or a stick or something, mm-hmm. and a clue has to fall out. Like, they have to beat it out uh-huh. like a pinata. Sure. Um, 
And it will come out covered in goo. Yeah. <laughs> Red goo this time. Right. Not glue-based. We're all about the goo in the fear factor. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's my prediction. Um, I also predict that we will get a fun... Um, a fun celebrity guest. It unfortunately will not be Pendulette. No, no. He probably won't be coming back for this season. <laughs> but I feel like horror, I feel like magic Kinda. and horror can go together. Yeah, yeah. Also, he was on Sabrina. So. Oh, right. I forgot about that. How could you? I'm he, sorry. He was the head of the witches council. It's true. It's he true. He was Drell. He was. Please. So I know you, Sabrina. Uh, so House Hulavu has Lily, who you think has an advantage, and Smash has Amanda. Do you think that one team has an advantage over the other I mean, going that, into the nerd war? Yeah. I mean, Hulavu has- With more people? More people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think definitely, especially because Hulavu not only has more people, but they have- less um, people who I think are out of their element. Mm -hmm. So Smash has Amanda, who I think will excel, but she also has two people that I have said will crash and burn. With Colby and Jonathan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that she's screwed. Ah. And of the remaining players left, like we're we're closing in on, it's episode six out of eight. Oh my God. So it's coming into the individual competition. Who do you think has the best standing right now with like alliances or their gameplay I think to do well in individual? I would say until this episode, I think Jonathan, because he points out that he had an alliance with everyone. Yeah. And I think that he actually, by revealing the alliance uh-huh. with, to Caitlin, to Caitlin, he has lost everyone's woo, trust. Uh. And I think that everyone will be like, we don't. Well, it seems like Caitlyn and and then Rochelle are both on his side, and that by extension includes Colby in a way. That said, I felt like Caitlyn was is like I'm gonna do this until it's yeah, like, I'm gonna do this for now. Right? There's no loyalty. Yeah. No, Caitlyn is in it for herself. <laughs> right. Um, so, do you, who do you think is strongest then in the individual game coming into it? Um, it. I feel like it depends. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Caitlyn's got that. One, she's very strong player. Yeah. She's very uh, smart. She's mm-hmm. got the academics. Mm-hmm. She's got the, I want to say heartlessness, but I mean that in like the best way. Sure, like That's, the game f- uh, mentality. Game, yeah. Um, but I think that anything nerd culture mm-hmm. um, will just, she'll be screwed. Yeah. But the, the My Little Ponies... I, ponies are awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but My Little Pony. No, all ponies are, ponies are <laughs> devious. <awful>. Devious. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, they're the worst. The horses. <laughs> horses. The, the animation's got to yeah. make it in. Yeah. Was it this the, the knight made an appearance again? Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that Colby, I think he's he his heart is is becoming stone. In a uh-huh. good way. In a good way. As they reveal more of him as a like human like character, he's getting more and more removed from the attachments. Yes. yes. Thank you. Yeah. I say things, and then <laughs> I have Xander here to make it awesome. Um, and uh, I think that he's he's going to take someone down on his way out. That's, <laughs> that's what I believe. Those are my predictions. Yay! Awesome. 
Thank you so much, Xander. Of course. Thank you, Heather, for talking with us. Yeah. Uh, Xander, why don't you tell the people where they can find you on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, anywhere else? You can find me on Twitter at Xanderific, two R's, one F, and on YouTube at youtube.com slash Xandervlogs with an X. Uh, yeah, and then I'm all over the internet. Okay. <laughs> and of course, you can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. Also, recently just launched Tipsy Torah, which is a drunk history parody available oh. on YouTube, on the interwebs. Watch it. It is hilarious. Hey, hey. Um, Also, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Google+, Facebook, at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. We will see you next week. Curtis will return. Yay! Papa Nerd. Here on AfterBuzz. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.